you know, societal direction, I guess, other than keep a job. Keep a job, get married, and have kids. I feel like that is basically the last milestones that society has laid out for us, which yeah. who the fuck knows if we're ever going to get there. Oh, retire. Yeah. Retire and then die. <laughs> Hello, clowns. I'm Ami. I'm Yu Chen, and we're the hosts of Clown Bites Podcast. We're two best friends who are chronically online and get together weekly to laugh and discuss all the clown behavior we see on the internet. And there's so much. Truly so much. We're so glad to have you here to clown around with us, and we hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, clowns, and welcome to the last Clown Vibes episode of the year only. (laughs) I know one person that's listening that's probably like was excited, but then was disappointed. (laughs) We swear of you. Sorry. We're here for the foreseeable future. We decided that this is going to be our last episode of the year for a couple of reasons that we're going to get through. But most of all, we are almost approaching as we're like recording this. December so the year is ending and I'm scared because I was just like what did I accomplish this year (laughs) but we'll get into it I feel like I accomplished a lot and also you know what it's like why do we need to accomplish anything yeah you could not if you want it's okay (laughs) I accomplished to get sick (laughs) that's what I accomplished You accomplish that every year, so don't worry. (laughs) You can always just check that. (laughs) Yeah, but we'll kind of like go through a lot of pits and peaks of the pod this year at the end. But as always with Clown Vibes, we started Clown Vibes to talk about two things. One, like clown moments in our life and like clown moments that we see out there in the internet. And so I want to start this episode with one of our favorite clown stories. Because I don't think we've talked about this clown story yet on the pod. And it it is actually very relevant mm-hmm. to what we've been seeing on the internet. So do you remember when MGM, is it just MGM that got hacked? I feel like so many companies got hacked this year. Everyone is getting hacked left and right. Everyone's getting hacked left and right. But what happened in Vegas was actually just hilarious in itself. And did you hear about it? Tell me the story. No, I don't know. I think it was the same time you were getting hacked. <laughs> I was busy dealing with my own personal crisis. <laughs> okay, tell me the MGM hack. <laughs> I don't know if it's MGM specifically, but it was like all the casinos in Vegas got hacked because someone like found this random person on LinkedIn that like mm-hmm. worked for the casinos and they pretended to be them and like they just called their like emergency help deck and it's like help, I'm locked out. And they like basically just reset everything for them. <laughs> Oh my god. Wow, that's really bad security. I don't know if I've told you the story. I must have. But like one time I came back to work and my password had just vanished from my brain. That happened to me. And this was when I was at EY. And it took me like two hours to convince IT to let me back in because they'd be like, well, give me this number. I'm like, I can't because I can't get into my laptop and I don't know it. I didn't memorize this random shit. And I don't remember how they eventually were like, fine, it must be you. But how did you... (laughs) They had better security. I have no idea. I literally was like, I don't know what you want me to do. Like, why don't you um, text my phone number or something? Like, I will FaceTime you. Like, I will do anything. I need to work. Like, I have to do stuff. And I I don't know what to do right now. (laughs) Yeah, I don't understand how this happens, like, psychologically. But you know how the same thing with my first company, they give you this super long password. Like, 
mine was like nine digits. And that's how I logged in every single fucking day. And just one day I was like, my brain was like, I don't have space to remember that really important (laughs) password. (laughs) But at that point, it's like muscle memory. Yeah, I kept putting my hands on the keyboard to be like, work, brain, work, (laughs) work, brain, work, like, just try, just form some connections, and nothing, nothing, my fingers were like, nope, (laughs) we're not working today. That's wild that, like, for such a high-risk situation, they were just like, sure, here's the password. Yeah, like, no one could get their money, no one could, like, check out to the hotel, or check in, or, like, check out to the hotels, like, the credit cards. I don't know how it ties to the credit card, but like it was a bad situation. Yeah. But similarly, I mean, we talked, we already announced it, but I mean, you also got hacked <laughs> this year. I got hacked by a Nigerian hacker and I kept calling him a he because I thought he was an asshole, but it could have been a she. Oh, really? Or a they. Okay. Yeah. I was actually never sure gender wise who it was, but I was. It's confirmed from Nigeria because I could see this person's location. How? On like Instagram and stuff. First, he texted me. (laughs) He said, hey, is this your profile? Do you want it back? And I didn't reply because I was like, I'm not paying money for this stupid profile. I don't care. I mean, I care a lot, but like. Did you know it was hacked at that point? Yes. Yeah. I already knew it was hacked at that point. Like, randomly, I decided to look at my Hotmail, which I never do. And it said, like, oh, Instagram, like, sent an email that was, like, your email changed. I'm like, what the hell? I didn't do this. So then I was like, what's going on? I may be getting hacked. So I was, like, trying to go through all of the hack thing. And, like, on Instagram, if you don't have, like, some kind of, like, Google Authenticator app or something, you have to send them a video. No, I have two-factor. It's, like, a third factor. Like, it's fucking weird. <laughs> You have to send them a video, basically, of you following the motions of this, of this, like, arrow. And the amount of times I, like, looked at my phone, looked to the side, looked to the side, looked up, like, it was jail. It's so stupid. But anyway, so I did that, like, for two hours right when I got hatched. I was incessantly trying to keep this profile from the hacker and... Like, Instagram's so fucking dumb because you can link other accounts to your account. And if you link other accounts, you can log in from there. Yeah. to any account from those accounts. And I didn't know the password to the other accounts, so I couldn't, like, remove them in a succinct or, like, hack those ones back from the hacker. And when you remove them from your account, it says up. Oh, it takes up to 14 days. So it was never actually removed. So I was fighting tooth and nail trying to like put all the security measures like back to my stuff and like, you know, do all of the things I could do before they hacked it back. But like the first two hours, they were fighting really hard too. So it was a battle. And then I gave up because I was just like, my brain is hurting. I am exhausted and so stressed about this. And so anyway, this went on for like, six or seven days like I was fighting back and forth not as often because I would only be like okay I'm gonna only devote 30 minutes a day to getting my Instagram back (laughs) and I just can't put more effort than that into it what sucks is like I went to a wedding that weekend I literally had my friend message him like I guess message my profile being like hey we're at a wedding and like we want to post can you please just give the account back for a little bit and he did (laughs) 
I did get it back, and then he took it back when I got home. So oh. I was like, I guess, I guess my job is done. I've already posted what I wanted to post. But I posted a story of me being like, just LOL, sharing this account with my Nigerian hacker, and he deleted it. <gasps> and I was like, damn, dude. Just accept the joke. Yeah. Like, no one, none of my friends think that, like, this is me. Like, I mean, that, like, I don't know. That no I'm one being, fell like, half still, like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, no one fell for the scam. So it's like, uh, just if you want my account, we can share it. But like, don't delete my stories. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> what is what is this person trying to get out of your followers? Like, none of your followers are falling for his his or her scam. So it's like, yeah, why try put so much energy? Yeah, he messaged so many people trying to get them to like sign up with this other account to like make a shit ton of money and he messaged random influencers for my profile like just anyone and it's just like they're not looking at my dm and this is embarrassing and like my old co-worker vivian she wrote oh i'm already rich like sorry and he just wrote okay And I posted that on my story too. I think it was something like that. It was like honestly so freaking funny. And he deleted that too. Any funny story surrounding the hack, he deleted anytime he got the profile back. And it was just rude. Like, we're just gonna have fun here. You don't need to delete it. I gave you it back. I was. Like, the first couple of days, I, it was like giving me so much anxiety because it's just kind of like I have so much stuff on this Instagram so many people I kept thinking like how can I start over on Instagram and like how will people know that we have this podcast if I have to get a new account and I lose access to these people (laughs) no I think what's hilarious is as this was happening I think it was a period when you got your account back we were like why did we Uh we lost a follower on cloud vibes and it was you. Like, I was just oh, like, yeah. why aren't you me. following us? <laughs> no. And, like, okay, so what was, like, really nice, actually, but, like, also, like, annoying a little bit is that in the two hours that I was fighting really, really hard to get my account back, everyone and their mom was texting me, hey, you got hacked. Like, people I don't talk to on, like, any sort of regular basis texted me. And it's like, that's nice of you. But also, I am in a battle. Like, I've got to take some time for myself right now to, like, fight this. But anyway, so, like, one of my friends who I haven't talked to in a while, like, we ended up, like, catching up. And he was like, what's your podcast called again? Because he took it out of your bio. (gasps) And so when I finally did get back in, he took it out of my bio. He blocked Clown Vibes. And unfollow. I mean, I guess when you block, you have to unfollow. And I was just like, what? What did Clown Vibes do to you? (laughs) Wait, but what about all of your other, like, accounts, like Phoebe's account? Okay, first of all, I forgot Phoebe's password. So, honestly, Phoebe might be hacked. But (laughs) Phoebe's is just out there scamming everyone right now. (laughs) Girl on the plane, I, he didn't, like, know that it was me, I guess. And so, I was, like, basically on girl on the plane, like, on my profile trying to, like, see what happened. And, yeah, it was a stressful week of fighting back and forth with this guy. And then, like, for a few days he stopped so i was like oh hallelujah we're done then i get into my accident and the next day he hacks me again and i'm like god this is not the time (laughs) wait so how did you finally stop like please i don't know i think he got tired 
He's like, this ain't worth it. Yeah. Yeah. And then he was like, let me try one more time. And then I took it back again. And then he hasn't since. Thank God. But I don't know. It was a journey. And I forgot that it happened until you what? <laughs> wrote it in the outline. <laughs> I blocked it out, even though it was so recent. Because I was just like, I don't want to know that this happened to me this year. <laughs> I just remember it happening before I left for my Japan trip. And then I would like never ask or heard about it again. I'm just like. She's still on Instagram. <laughs> it's because I was in battle mode. I was in focus mode. And I had enough people around me that I was just like complaining live and I didn't have to text yeah. you. So it's fine. Okay, <laughs> anyway. Well, here's to <laughs> the new year and hoping that you do not get hacked again this year. Yeah. And everyone kept yelling at me, like, what kind of password security do you have? This and that. I'm like, no, dude. It's Instagram's fault. And to everyone, I kept explaining the linked account thing, this and that. And then they were like, okay. I'm like, yeah, why do you guys automatically assume it was (laughs) somehow me being dumb? I'm actually smart, okay? Like, I got it back. My password, I would say my password's pretty strong because I cannot, for the life of it, remember it. (laughs) So, like... Exactly. If I can barely remember it, there's no way I'm getting hacked. (laughs) And, oh my god, and, like, when I kept trying to get it back, I would have to keep changing the password. And then one time, I just forgot the password. I'm like, I do not know what I changed it to. And it was, like, two minutes before. Because it we were in an ongoing battle. And I just was like, "Ah, I don't remember my password. Okay, so a security tip, though. Everyone listening, do not save your, like, login credentials into Google's, like, bookmark bar you know how like every time you enter something they're like do you want to save this don't do it because if your email gets hacked you're donezo finished well f because everything is in that but in that (laughs) time frame i was like i have to get a password manager and then once the hacking was over i was like i cannot be bothered and so i still haven't (laughs) i do need to get my dad a password manager like a secure password manager not google because I am currently his password manager. He'll just like text me. He's like, what's the password to the wife? I'm just like, it ain't secure. It's just underneath our like modem thing. We we didn't change it. <laughs> That's secure though. Is it? Kind of. I mean, it's like other people can't like hack into your Wi-Fi. You'd have to be physically in your home. No, but like what about the, you know? the manufacturer? Like a disgruntled employee. Okay, well, I guess they could. <laughs> they could have gotten it anyway, even if you changed it. Yeah. So it's fine. Don't worry. Right. On to our main topic. We're just not, we're not talking about hacking for like the entire episode. So it is our last episode, but it is about to be a me and I's last year in our 20s. Yes, you've guessed it. We are turning 29. (laughs) And it has caused us a lot of reflections and reactions. So Mm -hmm. this episode is all about like our expectations of being in our 20s. What has society like put on us to like expect out of being in our 20s? What is the reality of being in our 20s? And like, what do we want out of our last year being in our 20s? How many times can I say 20s? I know. The limit does not exist. Um, wow. That was a lot. And, you know, I don't no know. No thoughts. <laughs> no thoughts. Okay. Okay. We have to we have to narrow down the question. Give us the first question. That was too many questions. I dissociated a little bit while you were talking. <laughs> That's usually how our podcast goes. <laughs> okay. Tell me, how do you feel about your 29th birthday? 
you know what I was just thinking as you were telling your hacking story? What? I bet so many more people messaged you that you got hacked than like what you would typically expect out of a birthday wish. You know how like people oh, texting people for, yeah. for like, happy birthday? Way more people care that you got hacked. Oh, way more people care that I got hacked. Like I got messages from numbers. Like I was like, who are you? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm sure we're friends, but I don't have your number. Yeah. I am feeling okay. I don't know. Like it hasn't hit me yet. And I don't think it'll ever hit me because half the time I don't even remember how old I am. So yeah, if you listen to our COVID gap year episode, you'll <laughs> learn that we both still think we're 25. Anything yeah. past 25, I saw a TikTok. It was a joke about this, but it's like anytime you hear someone's like on the other side of 25, you just automatically assume their way, like they're 30 or something. 26 to 29 is like such a black hole. And this year is like a little different because I'll be traveling for my birthday. Like I won't be what city around family in? or like I will be in Dublin on my birthday. Me and Chris are going to live it up for two days before the wedding stuff. But I don't know. It'll just be a very different birthday than normal. I wonder if I'll even like clock it really. I'll just be like cold. That's how I feel about every single birthday. You know what? I've been getting a lot of birthday TikToks and I don't know mm-hmm. if it's just the algorithm or reading how I'm feeling but all of my birthday tiktoks are just like behind every girl who doesn't make their birthday like a big deal is a girl that like has been disappointed year after year and i'm just like fuck you guys like a that's true but b fuck you guys like why'd you have to call me out like that i saw that i saw that tiktok too so i think it was just popular (laughs) so we're all feeling it yeah although i do generally make a deal out of my birthday so it's not really me no but I do have so much anxiety around it always oh yes you do have a lot of anxiety about your birthday yeah I think okay I mean everything's a spectrum right it's not like you're asking Mm -hmm. us all to fly to Dublin and spend like your birthday with you (laughs) which that would be psycho people do like people make I didn't realize but there are people make big deals about their 25th birthday and I'm just like 25 we have no money at 25 how are we supposed to go on these like elaborate trips but people do that and that's like not me but I guess like when I say like I make a deal out of it like usually I have like some kind of party thing like my 25th birthday if it was the birthday before COVID I still have not done the math (laughs) we did a bike bar that was so fun But I mean, that's like $20 a person. Like it's not like a big commitment, but I am still like gathering people to do something for my birthday, which always does feel weird, but I do it anyway. Yeah. I think for me, I've, this, this year's birthday is going to be just as, just a normal day. I was about to work on my birthday, I think. No. Is it Friday or is it Saturday? I can't remember. Anyways, context for the audience. My birthday is always like around Thanksgiving, which is tough to celebrate with people outside of your family because everyone for the most part is traveling or with their families on my yeah. birthday and like same like I mm-hmm. now that I don't live near my family rarely have time to go back to see my family so I also want to spend that time with my family so it's like when people ask to hang out on my birthday I'm also a little bit hesitant because I'm just like nah, I'd rather spend it with my family yeah like sometimes I'm home and sometimes I'm not but it is just weird I did work on my birthday last year, actually, and I the whole day was like, what am I doing? 
No, I think social media, I think, puts a lot of pressure on celebrating birthdays. Yeah. And it's a little bit weird because as I was thinking about this episode, I was thinking about how one of my friends used to tell me how, like, she threw this big party for her 40th birthday. Like, she rented out mm-hmm. a, not a room, but, like, a banquet hall in one of these, like, really nice hotels in New York. And I'm just like, I don't Whoa. even know if I would do that for my wedding. And I feel like that would be maybe my biggest event yeah. ever in my lifetime. But it's just, like, people go all out. And now I'm just thinking, should I be going all out for my 40th? But it's also just so far away. That's so far from now. Who knows, like, what life will be like in 11 years? No, I... First of all, it's also a situation where I don't want to spend it with, like, 30 people, usually. Like, I... When I want to do something, like... Generally, I like it to be under five people so that I can actually talk to everyone and, like, it's... Uh, more comfortable I think more people than that gives me anxiety oh my gosh yesterday at this Mexican place that kind of sucked there was this big girl group celebrating this girl's birthday which like I have not seen big large girl groups in a while in SF but they were there and they all yeah. squeezed into this booth that we sat like that was right behind us and it was one of the girls birthdays and so they like the staff like brought out something and like saying happy birthday to them and we thought it was like over like we were clapping and everything and then throughout the night they came in and sang happy birthday like three other times I was just like guys once is enough why are you why are you guys coming back like every time they brought out a shot for her they were like happy birthday i'm just like really what about the rest of us just cheers happy birthday yeah Yeah, like what the fuck i bet she's 25 (laughs) people be making big deals about being 25 these days no i think it's like hard when you have such a big group i guess like in a booth you can it's like a little bit more intimate or whatever but like imagine sitting just at a long table like you're not talking to anyone and like if you're in the middle like there's just so many groups happening it's like i don't like this What's interesting is I was reflecting on all the major life moments that are supposed to happen in your 20s. Mm -hmm. You're in college, basically, not your like beginning years, but like your end years. So those are like pretty formative years. You're doing your internships, you're graduating, you've developed like really close friendships, you're starting hopefully your first full-time job during that time as well. And Mm -hmm. you've probably throughout the like few years in your 20s have changed at least one job so you've experienced like the job market friendships is a tough one because I think and I'll go into a little tangent at the beginning of your 20s you're probably still somewhat close to your high school friends or like friends that you've grown up with right because Mm -hmm. it was maybe like two years since you guys like graduated high school and went to college but then throughout your 20s is when you start to kind of pull away from them you guys all go through different paths if you don't go to college together if you don't live in the same city it's really hard to keep up and so I feel like that's when you first start to feel that pull from friendships that you haven't experienced before yeah that's true even like post-grad of college like if both people are not making an effort it's very easy to like have that friendship just dissipate and making friends is so hard mid-20s is the first time you're like how do I make new friends exactly In a situation where you're not, like, just forced to be around the same Mm -hmm. people all the time. And no one talks about that. Everyone talks about, like, 
oh, your first job or like your relationships or whatever. No one talks about in your 20s. You're going to have to fucking learn how to make friends. Yeah. It's so hard, especially if you're like, hey, I don't want just work friends. I want friends outside of work. And it's like, okay. How? Where would I make them? And I have tried a lot of ways. Like I played Gaelic. I did this soccer team. Like you've done volleyball and stuff. And like, it doesn't, it's not a slam dunk. Like just because you do one of these things doesn't mean you're going to make like great friends. Mm -hmm. Like it is a lot of effort. (laughs) And it's like also like luck isn't the right word, but like you have to connect on something and like sometimes you just don't and that's fine, but it's hard. (laughs) Yeah. It's a difficult time because on one hand you're somewhat losing friendships in a way there's no way you can be as close to everyone in your past life even in college I mean we've experienced this but like Mm -hmm. I'm definitely not as close to a lot of people that I used to talk to more just I mean purely due to proximity and how our lives were similar at that point but now it's so different yeah and then to also needing to like fill that I don't know, void that like loss of friendship with new friendships. It's tough and it's also much harder now. And it's, I don't think something that society, media really talks about frequently. Yeah. And it's like at that point, just have friendships that are like longer. And so they know you more. Like it's just an easier friendship. And like friendships at the beginning are hard. Like you don't really know how the person's going to react to things. Like it takes a lot of concentration and persistence for the friendship to to evolve to the level like that maybe your previous friends had been at and it takes time you know that tiktok trend that's going around right now it's like did we make it and it shows the like photo of two people and like they were much younger and then now together i was just thinking oh should we do that Uh for us but i think we became friends in is it 2015 or 2016 i think 2015 okay because that's when we had our internship Yeah. yeah so I feel like we have two years until we hit our, like, 10-year friendship mark. Isn't that crazy? I always, like, think I met you, like, four years ago. Really? Yeah. I have no concept of time. (laughs) Oh, like, you you know that you met me a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Like, you just think it feels like – I was like, oh, yeah, I only met – on me like in my later years of like college which is I guess true ish but like college was such a long time ago yeah I don't know it's really weird time is crazy (gasps) watch me do this trend when we hit our 10-year mark and we don't make it (laughs) (laughs) no why even put that in the universe knock on some wood right now (laughs) (laughs) thank you Okay, the second piece, or like more like the fourth, we talked about so many, is just relationships. Okay, when did you think, you know, when you were in your tweens, when did you think you would get married? 25. (laughs) (laughs) Especially like, I grew up in such a small town where it's like normal to get married like right after college. And like, most of the people went to A&M, which is like a very ring by spring mentality. And so I was just like, okay, like I'll meet someone in college and get married right after. Like, that was my thought pattern. And also back then, like, I was like, yeah, I want kids because it's, I mean, or like, that's just the normal thing to do. I was like, okay, well, I would want kids like 28, which is hilarious. (laughs) I am a child who can't keep my apartment clean. I cannot handle a child. (laughs) Who also can't keep your apartment clean. (laughs) That's hilarious. But yes, like, I had a very traditional path in my mind just because of like, the people I was surrounded by and like what the norm was Mm -hmm. what did you think same yeah I would say like I was boy obsessed prior to high school I mean I feel like I think after high school I was 
I definitely was like anti-boys for a while but prior yeah. to that I was like oh yeah all the books that I read all the rom-com movies that I loved they all pretty much got married or had serious relationships super early I had a boyfriend in yeah. high school that I graduated with and like we went to college still together but we were long distance and you know at that point I was just like yeah it's really common and like I'll probably get married right after college same as you as like most people in my hometown yeah. and also it doesn't help that my parents also met each other in college and kind of got married after mm. college too like that was my expectation but in my mind like my parents yeah. always kind of explained their relationship as like they waited a while to get married where all the rest of like their siblings are at least on my mom's side got married pretty immediately too so in my Mm. mind waiting until after college was like oh you're waiting a while (laughs) and like having kids by the time that you're like 30 is a little bit late which makes no fucking sense now (laughs) literally no sense like I was on I was a very different person back then anyway but like in general I guess like I just thought I was gonna mature a lot quicker and that like you know each year I was gonna progress like whatever amount but years fly by and like sometimes nothing's happening (laughs) nothing's happening and I want to go back to your point about how like you're not the same person you are now I think one thing that society or like just in general we don't talk about more is how much you change in your 20s like yeah 10 years is a big fucking gap and to have it be I don't know why but do you get the sense that everyone thinks your 20s is supposed to be like the best years of your life yeah but I think the narrative has changed recently to where it's like the 30s are right so I'm like bring it on (laughs) exactly but I almost feel like saying your 20s supposed to be the best years of life is so unrealistic because a you're probably poor yeah And then B, like you're going through all these different life changes that we just went through. Or hard. And it's like there's no, Mm -hmm. I would be scared if you're actually the same person that you were when you started in your 20s. Yeah. And also like if I'm peaking in my 20s, I have a long life ahead sadly. I don't want to peak in my 20s. And I think it's just like a time where you have to really adapt in a way that you haven't before because things were just set out for you in like a go to high school, go to college Mm -hmm. type of way. And now you're just like living, floating in this world with no direction, like no, you know, societal direction, I guess, other than keep a job. (laughs) Keep a job, get married and have kids. I feel like that is basically the last milestones that society has laid out for us which yeah. who the fuck knows if we're ever gonna get there oh retire yeah. retire and then die yeah. <laughs> yeah and like the first of all like all of these things can happen at any time so it's like okay these are my directives for the next 40 years mm-hmm. like i don't understand what to do with that what do like, i do I in between <laughs> Yeah, like what's supposed to be happening? It's just such a weird time. It's also a time where I realize like I don't really care about like working and like I had all of these goals when I was in college and when I got to the quote unquote real world, I was like, this place sucks. I don't like care if I am working like a cool consulting job or whatever. Like it's not cool. It's not cool. And we were lied to a lot. So how do you want to end your last year in your 20s? Oh, God. Okay, so my I've been thinking about this a lot. My word for this year was neutrality. And, you know, 
I will give myself a little bit of credit. I think I achieved it somewhat. I don't think in totality, but I do feel like I am much, much more neutral than I was in January. And, but I don't feel like I finished it. So I think like I want to carry that into my last year too. Like, I think if I can like really achieve neutrality before my thirties, I will thrive. Okay. So your, your word of the year for 2024 is going to be neutrality again. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Or it's going to be like, well, okay. In yoga the other day, I was like, my word for 2024 is going to be calmness or like stillness. Mostly, like, in a mental sense. Okay. Which is so similar to neutrality. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like, I have not achieved this, so I have to continue working on that. I admire your dedication to achieving neutrality. Like, you are committed. (laughs) Like, it's hard to get that type of commitment in this world, but you are committed to achieving neutrality. Yes, I am committed to it. I mean, we'll see. My therapist was like, okay, our last session of this year, which is, like, after I come back from my trip, we'll talk about like goals from this year and then what like our plan is next year so I'll keep you guys posted on if it changes but I think it's still gonna be the same okay so my word for the 2023 was stability and I always have to ask Ami I was like what is my word for 2023 because I don't remember <laughs> <laughs> but it was stability and to give the group a background I mean you can listen to our first episode but the quality is bad Anyways, we kind of go into detail about why we chose each of our words, but I think in 2022 had a really instable year. So I was looking for more stability across my career, across relationships, friendships. And I, I think I achieved that in 2023. I think you did too. Like, remember I was texting you about the episode. I'm just like, why was I so tame this year? Like nothing really happened except for a Because you were things. trying to follow your yeah. goal. And I'm just like, oh, it's because I was so fucking stable. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. But, okay. So my word for 2024, Emmy already knows this, but it's going to be TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> It's so different from my 2023 word or what your <laughs> word is going to be, but for background. Yeah. I mean, I have been trying to grow our Clown Vibes TikTok shout out. Do you want to follow at Clown Vibes Podcast? To no mm-hmm. fucking success. Like, it has been the big of our Some success, yeah. but very rare. It is really demoralizing. Mm-hmm. And I love that that's your goal because I think it'll be great. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, it's TikTok because I'm like, I either want to grow my own personal account. If you aren't following me, it's uchen.gif or jif, however you pronounce it. And I'm not consistent. <laughs> and I also don't know what I'm posting, but I'm just <laughs> posting random shit. And so I'm just like, okay, either if I grow my own personal account, maybe it'll grow the Clown Vibes account because I just want to be able to link yeah. our fucking podcast. But <laughs> yeah, the ultimate goal is to grow the Clown Vibes podcast account either way and if I make it my word I just know we'll achieve it yeah and I think like it's been better this last week we've had a little bit of momentum yeah that picture thing that you posted (laughs) did well and then a few of the TikToks after did get out of 200 view jail (laughs) but before we were at 300 view jail how did the how did our threshold go down TikTok fucking hates us And what's, like, annoying is so many, like, we'll have a lot of good engagement. Yeah. And it'll still be in 200 view jail. Yeah. So mark my words. But I'm excited for this goal. I was telling my friend this goal at dinner a week ago, and he was like, okay, where do you want to grow it to? I said, 5K followers. (laughs) What do you think about that? Oh, my God. (laughs) 
Wait, do you think that's okay. unattainable? <laughs> I think it's like with TikTok, it is a crapshoot. Like crapshoot. It could happen or it could just fully not. Like it's gonna be one way or the other. Like we get really close or it happens, or we just don't get anywhere near it. We would basically need five to ten videos really take off. I think to get there. Okay, so when I told him 5K, he was just like, oh, that sounds really reasonable. I was like, really? <laughs> Is he on TikTok? He also wants to grow. So he has a side business for those of you wondering. And yeah. he, like, one of his goals is he wants to hire, like, a social media manager or some, someone who to, like, put more strategy into what they're. TikTok mm-hmm. or social media presence is going to be. And so yeah. I, I want to do something similarly for clown vibes, mm-hmm. but it's me. We can't hire anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You are doing yeah. it. Okay. I think like that is, it's a good goal to aim for. Reach. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited to keep the team updated. The team as in you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start sending you WhatsApp starting with, hi, team. (laughs) (laughs) On the podcast topic, tell everyone what our plans are for the next year. Okay. Our new strategy change for episodes. Yes. So wanted to wrap this episode up by giving this group, this team, a message. (laughs) Give this team an update on how we are thinking about the strategy for next year. If you're still listening to the podcast, like, A, thank you so much. No matter, like, where how you you found us, whether it's at the very beginning where Ami and I hounded you to listen to our podcast and you, for some (laughs) reason, have continued to listen. Or if you found us organically, we are so appreciative of your support. Mm -hmm. For next year, we think that, you know, we love the concept of clan vibes and we are keeping that but we are going into a strategy where we're going to release seasons instead so to be very transparent one thing that we've learned while doing this podcast for a full fucking year is that it's really hard (laughs) it's really hard so hard doing this with full-time jobs and also with like other commitments that we have traveling traveling yeah of course this is a side hustle at the end of the day but like we don't want this to take over our entire lives and we also want to put out really great content i want to hold us to like a really high standard and to be honest i mean like we're not meeting those standards (laughs) i mean you and i both know we're not I think some episodes do, but then because we have, I guess, committed or we did commit this year to weekly episodes, it is really hard when you're kind of in like a slump Mm -hmm. of topic ideas. And while we have like a backlog of so many ideas, the thing is sometimes it's just not the right time for them. And it's especially lately gotten very hard to Mm -hmm. come up with ideas that we like. And I think the episodes that do well are like, are good content or ones that we care about and there has been some lately where like whatever yeah it is like we half care so if you feel the slump <laughs> coming from us in our episodes we're sorry we recognize it and yeah. we think that in order to just be able to push out more content that is up to a higher standard that is more creative that is edited better we just need more time than the time in between each episode to like edit like producing a podcast is a ton of work I think it's a lot more work than you and I anticipated and to be able to grow our podcast we need honestly more time 
Yeah, and it's hard, like, because we are having to do a lot of our, like, quote-unquote marketing off the cuff. Like, it is not really planned. It's just kind of like, okay, like, what's an idea that maybe will work for this week's episode? And I think if we just had more time, it would also make our TikTok content better and hopefully get us out of TikTok jail. Mm -hmm. So our idea for, like, seasons, I don't know what the quantity of seasons will be like, but essentially we're going to somewhat pre-record all of our podcasts and then release it immediately as a group. We don't know if it's going to be themed or not just yet, but you know, with the idea of clown vibes, there's we can take it so many ways, so we're really excited to be able to switch to this new strategy and you're yeah. going to hear back from us, but maybe just not immediately in the new year. <laughs> We will keep you guys posted. If anything, we'll do like a little uh, two-minute update oh, yeah. once we nail things down. But I'm excited for our new way of life, and we'll see how it goes. Okay, fun stuff. What was your favorite episode of this year? Ooh, that's so tough. Um, I know. Should I say our stalker episode? <laughs> Jail. Jail, but like whatever. <laughs> Okay, that's a great that's a great episode. episode. I do love that. I think I have been in between two episodes. I think one, the Ozempic episode, because I love giving my opinion on Mindy Kaling. And then two, the episode with Fish on Hunger Games. Like, that was such a huge episode for us. Like, our first guest, Mm -hmm. you know, reading a book that I was, like, obsessed with the first half of this year was just really fun. And I think it was a cool, like, moment for the podcast. Yeah, I thought you were going to say the Fish episode. What did you think I was going to say? Did you have any ideas? I thought you were going to say PR relationships, maybe. Okay. Or, yeah, I think that's what you were going to say. I can't – none of the books were great. Yeah. Like, those sucked. (laughs) I love our guest episodes, and I love all the guests Mm -hmm. that we've had so far. Like, all of them have been so great. But at the end of the day, we can't keep having – or we're not big enough to have guests every single episode. And I do think that, like, Clown Vibes essentially is, like, a podcast between the two of us. Like, it's never going to be a podcast where we're frequently having guests like other podcasts. And so, like, sticking true to brand, I think Stalker Clowns was one of our, like, one of my favorite episodes where truly, like, tied back to what Clown Vibes was. Yeah. That's why I think, like, Five Mm -hmm. or the Zempic episode was such a good one. I think, like, that's when we really caught a stride. Like, that was a few episodes in. We were more used to recording. I think it was, like, really good content. Mm -hmm. If the quality of sound wasn't there, that's okay. But it was the first podcast we recorded that I was like, damn. This could be something. Okay, we're getting somewhere. (laughs) Yeah. Not immediately, but it was like, okay, this felt a lot more natural than the last few times we've recorded, and we're getting the hang of this. All right, if you're still listening, thank you so, so much for sticking with us through the entire year of Clown Vibes. I hope everyone has a great rest of 2023, and we'll see you in 2024. Bye, Bye, clowns. clowns. Thanks so much for listening. You can follow us on all social media at Clown Vibes Podcast or email us at clownvibespodcast at gmail.com. And if you like our show and want to support us, please like, subscribe, and give us a rating and review. That's it for today. Bye, clowns. Bye, clowns.